Kitsilano Coalition has filed a court challenge in BC Supreme Court against the NDP's uh, Bill 26. Uh, now, that bill was introduced by their housing minister, Ravi Gila, not too long ago to push ahead the Arbutus Project, uh, which was uh, slated for the area around West 7th and 8th uh, in, um, in Kitsilano. Now, according to the city at the time, the proposed supportive housing project is for 64 social housing units. Uh, within a six-story residential building that can house 129 people once it's completed. Uh, the development was first submitted uh, to council in April of 2022. And the project has faced a fair share of backlash. Now, joining me now to talk about this challenge is Karen Finnan, spokesperson for the Kitsilano Coalition. Karen, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jazz. I just wanted to correct you off the top. It's mm-hmm. actually a 13-story building with 129 single occupancy units. I thought I said it was a six-story residential building. Is that what I said? Yeah, you said 64 units is what I heard. Yes, that was supposed to be. I think what it is is for 64 social housing units within a six-story residential building that can house 129 people. All right, so we've clarified that. My first question to you is uh, why do this? Why have you got to the point where you need to do this? Well, very simply, David Eby is wielding his legislative power to target one community in complete disregard of citizens' constitutional right to have the courts review the actions of decision-makers like municipalities. David Eby's declared war on a community that has been clear and consistent in its support for social and supportive housing at 7th and Arbutus, but we've just asked for changes to the project that will address safety concerns and ensure the project is a success for both the future tenants and the surrounding community. But your core concern, your coalition's core concern, is that project just doesn't fit into the neighbourhood. What changes do you think that can be made that would be palatable to the coalition? Well, ultimately, it's the wrong model of housing. Uh, It's a wrong model of housing, whether it's here or whether it's anywhere in the city. Um, placing so many vulnerable individuals, some suffering from problems like mental illness and substance abuse, all in one building without providing supportive services and with having a, an open-use drug room, is it's not going to work for the residents there. And for us in the neighbourhood, it's going to cause safety concerns with the elementary school 17 metres across the street, daycare in the same spot, a toddler playground 20 metres away, and the Arbutus Greenway directly borders on the east side. Uh, I noticed today that the housing minister, Ravi Kailaw, uh, in a tweet said that we are in the housing crisis and need to get homes built faster for everyone, including those most in need in our society. We cannot continue to relitigate decisions that were made by a duly elected body. This important housing uh, will proceed on the timeline we have laid out. Uh, what would you say to that comment that uh, Mr. Kaylaw made a couple of hours ago? Well, it's beyond dispute that we're in a housing crisis and we need to build housing quickly. But does that mean that we're going to build the wrong model of housing and cement Vancouver's legacy with 60 years of congregate housing for individuals that doesn't provide them the supports they need to uh, transition back into society and reunite with their families? If there's a housing crisis, why didn't David Eby put uh, temporary modular housing on this site? It sat vacant for two years. Or why hasn't six stories of housing been built on that site if we're in a housing crisis, Jess? Uh, do you worry that if this is what's happening in Kitsilano, that this is going to lead to more more uh, um, court challenges, more fighting, uh, and that very little will get built? 
No, I don't. I don't think that's the case. We're we're hoping to to deal with the constitutional challenge um, on a short term basis, have it heard in the in the next few months, so everybody's got some resolution and can move forward. Uh, we can't live in a democratic society and have our legislature stepping in when the municipality makes errors in a public hearing and frankly tramples on people's rights. It sets a dangerous precedent, Jazz. Um, this, this type of legislation can be used in any number of contexts. All we need is a city to uh, not abide by the rule of law, write a letter to David Eby, and he'll swoop in with a legislative solution to make the problem go away. Is that the kind of uh, democracy that we want to live in? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, any sense of what the timeline will be for this legal challenge, how long it would take? Well, we certainly would like to have it heard expeditiously, but uh, we've got restrictions in terms of when the court has availability for it. We are hoping that uh, the government will come to us with early dates. If we're in a housing crisis and we need to resolve things, then let's get early dates, let's get this resolved so we can move forward. Ultimately, we don't want to be litigating this site, Jazz. What we want uh, is for David Eby to come to us and say, okay, we understand that perhaps we went astray with this type of project on this site. Let's sit down finally after two years and hear what your ideas are about how we can build social and supportive housing on this site, which is good for the neighborhood and is good for the folks that are going to live in the tower. Ultimately, that's what we want to do. We don't want to go to court. We want to find a solution. Mm-hmm. Um if, when, I, when I hear you and I understand your concerns and I understand where the government's coming from, uh, is there a middle ground here uh, in regards to what you're asking for and what the government wishes to do? I mean, from what I am sensing, it's very difficult to have a middle ground here because the government's going to say we're compromising too much. This is what we need. We need to help people who are very much in, in need our need our help and have deep issues around mental health and addiction. And there is no middle ground with the Kitsilano coalition in this case. No, that's not the case. So there's never been any discussion with the coalition about what kind of tenanting restrictions we might be able to have at a project like this that would satisfy the safety concerns of the existing vulnerable groups that are living in the neighborhood. For example, you might be familiar with the Mount Edwards project Mm -hmm. in Victoria, and it was proposed to be right across from a school And, of course, there was concern in the community and at the um, public hearing stage. And subsequently, there were restrictions put on the tenancy that satisfied the concerns of the community. And that project is operating safely and, by all accounts, a success. And I understand that they, in fact, will be adding some more units there. So there is a way that we can make this work. But uh, with Mr. Eby, it's been his way or the highway. No one's talked to us about all of the great ideas we have and the the types of compromises that we would like to make. Mm -hmm. Karen, thank you so much for your time. Look forward to chatting with you in the near future. Thanks very much, Jeff.